What is going on everyone? It is Jamie here and I'm absolutely pumped about today's episode. I can't wait to get stuck in. What we're going to be talking about is mindset. Now I know mindset doesn't really have a great reputation. I know that there's so much stuff out there about it. I know that when it comes to affiliate marketing, most people don't want to go down the path of actually delving into mindset because it's not as fun and it's not as exciting as all the funnels and all that sort of stuff. But without it, there is no point in doing that other stuff. I'm gonna delve into why that's the case and a couple of tips that you can take away in order to start getting the results you desire in your affiliate business. Look forward to catch up with you guys right after this. Alrighty guys, very warm welcome back and thanks very much for joining me in today's episode. Now before I crank off and uh, start my little monologue into what I'm going to talk about today, first and foremost, welcome to the podcast. My name is Jamie, I cover internet marketing, affiliate marketing, how to get started online and pretty much all things digital. So if any of that's of interest to yourself, by all means feel free to subscribe. Uh, alternatively, you can find me on the old YouTubes via jamie-g.com forward slash YouTube. Last but not least, my favorite place to hang out is my Facebook group and my little community. I say it's mine. It's not really mine. It, it's, it is a community. We have a, a bunch of awesome people from across the globe. It is growing very rapidly at the moment, which is really cool. And uh, if you'd like to join that, we'd love to have you on board. Head over to facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash Jamie G online. You'll be able to uh, catch up with me then. Anyway, with all that out of the way, thanks very much for joining me as I say. And what I'm going to be talking about today is the somewhat unsexy topic of mindset. Now I say that, I actually believe it's the other way around. I think it's the sexy thing to talk about, but I know that the way that our industry is delivered, it's towards the things that are shiny. It's towards the things that capture people's attention and it's because we're marketers we're taught that we're taught to show off the the dollar figures the results people are getting the ease of which it seems like they're actually getting these results and that's the problem with the industry in general is because marketing and buying and getting people to buy stuff it caters to those emotions it caters to our inherent want for ease it's something ingrained into us. If you think about any anything that is hard in our lives, what do we always want? We always want ease. We always want relaxing. We always want just chilling out. You know, think about what happens at the end of a, a hard week at work. What do you want to do? Me personally, I, I want to grab a bottle of wine or, or, or 10 and uh, sit on the couch, uh, relax, turn my brain off, maybe read a book or whatever, something that is going to chill me out. What happens when you've been working solid for a year and a half straight? You haven't had any breaks at all. What do you want to go and do? You want to go on holiday. What do you want to do when you go on holiday? Most of us are going to say that we want to relax. It's ingrained into us. It's part of who we are. It's that balance that we're seeking. So knowing that, of course, when we see these sales pages and the sales pages say, you, you over there, you're reading the sales page. I was in your shoes once, I used to be exactly like you, and now, without even trying, pushing a couple of buttons per day, I'm making so much money, I can't even keep up, I'm making thousands per dollar per day, millions even, (laughs) I'm a billionaire, but 
I've been keeping it secret for too long, and that's why I want to give it away. You've all read the sales pages, so I'm sure this is not news to you. Now, why do I bring that up? Well, like I say, because this is what gets us into the industry. This is what attracts us into it. We want the freedom. We want the ability to relax and, and do things on our terms. We want to spend more time doing the things that we want to do. But imagine if a sales page just said, well, all that stuff is tactics and it accounts for around about 15% of everything that you're going to do online. But in reality, if your mindset's not in the place, not the right place, you're not going to make any money anyway. You're going to sabotage yourself. And well, quite frankly, uh, you know, it's better just to sell the other side of that. No one's going to buy that. Because it, it takes a lot to go through this pathway. It takes people to have these setbacks, to have these failures along the way for them to finally realize that actually, you know what, maybe it's because my mindset isn't the right place. Maybe if I just worked on that a little bit more, maybe I'd get those results. Maybe all the tactics that I've been learning this whole time, that's what I need to, to focus more on is the other side, the mindset. Now I say this, it's almost a little bit tongue in cheek for me to say this because uh, I, I kind of speak about my own journey. Now some of the some of you that have listened to a couple of my episodes here, I do speak about this quite often, but I'll take you guys on a little story back to when I got started in affiliate marketing. We're talking about circa 2011, I think it was, if I'm not mistaken. Now, bearing in mind, that wasn't my first foray into online business. Like I tried, uh, in fact, I still do trade the financial markets. I, I was doing that. I was actually working in the financial markets at the time. I was working for one of the world's largest foreign exchange providers and uh, my job was essentially to teach people about trading, teach them about risk management, teach them about how to analyze the markets uh, from both a technical and fundamental basis. It was teaching them about risk as I say, it was teaching them about the software that my company had which was a trading platform um, to use that and use the tools and resources all that sort of stuff and uh, get people to, to open accounts and get them to trade. So that was my whole job. So uh, knowing that, <laughs> I obviously had an interest in the financial markets, and I still do, I still trade from time to time. But um, knowing that, I, I'd also spent quite a lot of time learning to trade and, and trading the financial markets and try, trying that whole process myself. And uh, yeah, it wasn't always easy. But anyway, the, the point being is that I spent so much time learning all that stuff, but it wasn't my first business when I say that I got started in affiliate marketing in 2011 I already had an awareness of it for about 18 months prior to leading up to that point and uh, on that like I say because I, I had some setbacks with trading let's be honest it wasn't always you know peachy and rosy sometimes I lost a big chunk of cash as we do those of you that, that are traders amongst you you might uh, might recognize the traits as well you go into it feeling glorious and like you're going to make tons of money and then what happens, maybe you don't, maybe you do, maybe you do make a little bit of money to start with and then you lose a big chunk of money and you get your toes burnt and then you jump back into it again and you make a ton of money and then you think, yeah, I'm going to retire, this is brilliant and then you blow it all. So anyway, this all comes back to mindset by the way. Uh, mindset is probably even more prevalent when it comes to online trading than it does for anything else out there. But I'm, I'm not talking about that topic today. I'm trying to give you guys a reference point and relay some of my own story because I think some of it's quite relatable. Anyway, 
So when I got started in affiliate marketing, I did what most people do. And I think this is why I'm quite passionate about speaking about this topic, because the reality is that I, I started learning about the tactics. I started setting up blogs. I went and I brought this thing off a dude online. I don't even know how I found him or where he was or the marketplace for that matter. But I found a guy online and I brought this thing and it was like, I think it was three, if I'm not mistaken. It was three separate um, WordPress themes that were basically full sites. They were full WordPress websites. And I was like, oh, this is brilliant. All, I'm gonna, all I need to do is take all this stuff that I'm learning or what I was doing in my offline business, or my offline, offline job, I should say. And then if I put that online, then I'm going to rank in Google. And I'd heard about this cool thing. It's called AdSense. And AdSense is just where you're sharing uh, revenue with Google. So, you know, Google shows an ad. And uh, you as the website owner or YouTube channel owner, you get a percentage of revenue of that ad. And so I thought, cool, I'm going to get a couple of these blogs. They're going to get a couple of million people through per day. And I'll probably make a ton of money. This is going to be great. I'm, I can't wait to retire. So I was a little bit naive, of course. And I, I spent a long time because I'm stubborn. And so I spent a long time learning about hosting and learning about WordPress and learning about SEO and learning about article mar article marketing. I couldn't almost, almost couldn't say that one. Uh, learning about other things like CPA marketing. I learned about email marketing. I learned about autoresponders. I learned about all sorts of stuff related to online marketing. Spent a ton of time learning it. I was like, cool, this is brilliant. Now, I'm a, li I'm a little bit stubborn. I'll put that out there. I'm a little bit stubborn. So I didn't really want to go and seek help. I didn't really want to go and find someone that has was doing the stuff that I wanted and just go and, and pay for the time to help me. I wanted to learn it all because I thought this was really important that I learn it myself. If I can learn it myself and get some money coming in, then I can invest. And it was actually a really, really backwards way of looking at it now that, that I have had a lot more experience. And so hopefully you guys are going to uh, sort of relate to what I'm saying and maybe a few things are going to click for you, right? So anyway, I am going somewhere with this story, by the way. So anyway, set up my blogs and uh, I think that, that process in itself took me around about eight months, give or take. I don't know, I don't, I don't really know specifically the, the actual timing, but um, it was quite a long time. And so anyway, I set these blogs up and roughly, let's say about eight months later, give or take, what I found is that I wasn't getting traffic. And when I was getting traffic, it most definitely was not from the, the people that I wanted to see my content. And I mean that, and I don't mean any disrespect by saying that, I just mean that they weren't really interested in what I had on the pages there was no way they were ever going to buy anything anyway as it transpires. And uh, I was paying for traffic from all sorts of weird and wonderful sources and I thought that was going to be the, the way to push my business forward. So that in itself was a very powerful lesson for me. I thought, cool, well, okay, I, I'm not good at blogging. Now, here's the, here's the interesting thing. Had I spent the time learning and just doing rather than trying to do three different blogs all in one go, and had I actually written all the content myself, it probably would have worked. I probably would have learned enough in order to get my content ranking and actually get something happening. As it transpires, turns out that these particular blog templates, these full websites that I paid for, they've been sold a good couple of hundred times, if not more. And the articles on them had been sold 
even more time. So what that meant was basically that they were duplicate content. Google was never going to rank my sites. It didn't matter how much backlinking, how much stuff I tried to optimize them, they were never going to rank. I didn't know that though. So I was pouring, I was pouring good money after bad into these projects, hoping and wishing that they would start ranking in Google. And I figured if they start ranking, I'll start making cash, right? Affiliate marketing plus Google AdSense. That was my two things I, I thought I was gonna make billions out of. So anyway, when that didn't quite work out, I sought other means. I went into things like e-commerce. I started learning about CPA marketing. I brought a course in uh, CPA marketing, which meant that I was running uh, ad spend on, uh, it was actually a dating website. It was called Plenty of Fish. I didn't even know if it's still around these days. So I'd, I'd run these ads on there. I would try and get CPA, and CPA just means cost per action. And uh, you know you can get like anywhere from 20 cents right up to couple hundred bucks per action of a user. Uh, usually for the, the ones that I was aiming at, it was just email opt-ins. And that means that if someone opts in with their email address and they click confirm on the other side, you get paid X amount, right? So anyway, that was all very interesting. I was kind of fascinated by that whole thing. There was another pathway I went down. I also got into e-commerce. I also got into uh, what else? There was all sorts of stuff. I ended up leaving the workforce after all this, these setbacks along the way. I left the workforce and um, took all the 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 ad, um, I guess the ad experience that I'd had running ads, and I took that offline and I, I started running um, ads for small business. And so I actually did okay. I mean, I finally had a business. I was finally out of the workforce, and uh, you know, I came up a, a bunch against a bunch of issues as well and then eventually I, I transitioned back into affiliate marketing not that I'd ever let go of affiliate marketing by the way I was still doing stuff on the background I just um, wasn't solely focused on it the way that I am now it's my core business so you might recognize a theme in some of the things I'm saying here because every time I would come up against a hurdle every time I would create a blog and it wouldn't work which by the way I didn't that was my first I didn't end up just having those blogs I ended up having I think I've got like 30 plus blogs out there by now and they don't they do nothing like I, I, I could probably had I bothered to just stick with one and just kind of keep pumping out the content with the framework in place that actually works I'd probably be doing okay but I, I didn't I kind of would go in with a hiss and a roar I would go oh this isn't working I need cash flow uh, how do I do this? God, maybe there's something else out there. Bang, I would buy something else. Something else would swoop in, shiny object syndrome, swooping out of the night with its flashing lights and its signs of, <laughs> of uh, huge dollar signs. And I think that's it. It's easy. That's what I want. Had I actually bothered just to take the hard way, and the hard way actually wasn't that hard as it transpires, by the way, wasn't actually hard at all. Had I actually bothered to do that right from the start, I'd probably be miles ahead. I'd probably be very, very well off right now. I just, I decided to take what is, and inadvertently, I actually took the hard way for myself, um, not the hard way for doing the work. Now, the common theme that you may notice, you, you may recognize your own patterns in some of these words, and if you do, then hopefully this is gonna help you out. But if not, uh, this is a very common pattern for people to, to go through uh, when it comes to affiliate marketing. They often get suckered into these things 
Now, I speak all this because, like I say, it is my experience. I know that it is the experience of a lot of other people out there as well. And the reason why I get, like I say, I get so passionate about this stuff because I just wish that someone had slapped me in the face and told me all this stuff when I got started and, and made me believe it, made me understand how important it is. Because like I say, all that other stuff, the stuff that I've learned, yeah, sure, it's about nine years worth of me like loading my brain full of information, but it doesn't matter. None of it's important. Like I technically know more than some of my mentors. I, I know more stuff than my mentors. How crazy is that to think of? But they've had a ton more experience than me, a ton more success than I have. And why is that? It's because they stuck with one thing. They worked on their mindset. They understood the, the importance of the 85-15 rules, not 80-20 in this case, in my opinion, it's 85-15. And what I mean is that 85% of it is your mindset. 85% of it is how you think about things, whether you think you can do stuff or not, whether you're going to stick through, whether you're actually going to create something rather than just trying to copy and paste the easy stuff. And then 15% of it is tactics. Kind of crazy. Right, so the recurring theme. <laughs> anyway, I was going somewhere with that, that one. The recurring theme in all this is that every time I would try something and it didn't work out, I would get attracted to something else. I would get attracted to something else that would sh you know, shine in my inbox. The sales page looked a lot more glorious. It looked a lot easier than uh, my pathway that I was actually currently on. But what I learned from all this, by the way, and there's a very important lesson in all this, what I learned is that it was never an external factor. Those blogs back in 2011 probably could have worked. I probably could have gone, actually, you know what? I've got some great domain names here. What I can do is just start fresh. I'll just get a new template with everything I've just now learned. And I'll just improve the SEO as I go along and I'll learn all that from, a, a, you know, a basically just putting out content and ranking and, and all that sort of stuff. And uh, I should be golden. I should, it should work. <laughs> of course, that's not the case because I wasn't, I, I didn't have self-belief. I didn't believe that I could actually make it work on a, on a subconscious basis. And had I, had I did, had I had that, case, that situation, had I been more filled with self-belief then yeah like i say i probably would have absolutely smashed it so the the culmination of all this experience by the way i know i kind of divert my my own topic from time to time but the culmination of this was back in 2019 and like i say i'd left the workforce in 2017 to run ads for small business and i was doing okay i had some clients things were okay from time to time but I also dug myself a little bit of a hole. And that hole was in the form of me getting stuck exchanging time for money. I was very much a slave. <laughs> I didn't realize it. I'd just given myself another job, basically. It was a pain in the butt. And so therefore, when one of the companies I worked for, which was getting about 90% of my income from, decided to bring all their marketing in-house, I thought, you know what? It's business, I get it, no problem. However, they also stopped paying their invoices. So I was owed a lot of money and uh, it happened to fall over Christmas time. So it was just a, a very horrendous time to, to be in, in that situation. 
And I thought if I don't take responsibility for what I'm doing now, I'm going to be stuck doing this. I'm going to be stuck working 15 hours a day, getting, you know, my hourly rate, which was okay. You know, it wasn't, wasn't a bad hourly rate by any means, but like, that's not a business. That's, that's a job. I've just exchanged, you know, it wasn't like I had heaps of free time where I could go do stuff. It was a job. So the mindset shift that happened for me was a couple of things, and, and I think these are the, the important takeaways about what I'm explaining today. Number one was when I finally got a mentor, I actually decided, you know what, I need a mentor. I need to invest in myself. I need to work out a way for me to get help. I need to work that out somehow. Somehow I need to get that. So I found a mentor. And now, admittedly, the relationship didn't actually start off like that. It was more like networking. However, this person was getting amazing results, and I wanted to know how. It was like, what's different about this person? What are they doing that's different? What are they doing that's different, and what are they, what's their emotional state that's different than mine? Why is it that I've been doing this for so long, and I don't have results? This person's been doing it comparatively, comparatively for a very short space of time and has incredible results. I wanted to find out. So we caught up. And uh, now I don't say this lightly, but this is a big mindset thing for me as well. I let my ego get in the way. And what I meant was that by that is I was older than this person. It's not like I didn't believe that I could get results. I didn't believe, it's not that I didn't trust that they knew what they're talking about. But I had my, my own thoughts and my own emotions going on about all the stuff that I poured so much emotional energy into I couldn't accept the fact that there could be a different path I didn't want to there was part of me no like you know I, I get what you're saying I know it sounds so easy when you say it like that but you know I've just got so much stuff tied up I've been pouring my heart and soul into xyz and I just need to get that finished blah 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 and so I ignored it I thought you know what I'll put this aside right now I'll finish off my projects and I'll come back to what, what's being told to me. And eventually I just, the pain threshold got too much. I just released. I was like, you know what, bugger it. I'm going to stop doing that. I'm going to stop ignoring the advice. And I said, I need your help, man. Like, help me out. So we sat down one day and basically the, the crux of it was... <laughs> Sorry, folks, I just had a uh, little mishap, shall we say. A little bit of a frog in my throat mid-recording. So, uh, anyway, where was I? Uh, I was at crux. So, the crux of what he told me was essentially, Jamie, listen, you are doing way too much stuff on a daily basis. Your brain is getting confused. You don't know where your revenue is coming from. You don't know what your revenue-producing tasks are. Let's just you know, trim away the fat. Let's just stick to a core process that you know you can do day in, day out. And you can just stick to it with uh, basically like a regimented work day. And I thought, okay, well, yeah, fine. You know what? That's, that's fine. Okay, you win. <laughs> Let's do everything you say. And because I was in a state of desperation, I really wanted to stop doing the uh, agency stuff. I, I did enjoy when I was getting good results from my clients but again like I say I was doing hourly rates and I was charging really really undervaluing my time and my energy and my knowledge and experience I just wanted to get out of that and, and that's why 
like I say, I was doing the affiliate thing on the back end. I just had, didn't know how to focus on it enough in order to actually push that forward. So, like I say, stripped away the layers. Bang, bang, bang. Okay, so what's left? It's basically the four processes, the four-step processes. And so some of you guys might have heard me talk about this. I've mentioned this a couple of times on this particular podcast. But to reiterate, essentially those four steps are quite simply you pick one platform so in my case, of course, I know it's a little bit hypocritical because now here I am on doing podcasts and whatnot. It's just, for me, it just solidifies a lot of my thought patterns. That's why I do it. Um, but I stick with one particular platform. And then once you've got that nailed, that's when you can start looking at other platforms. So stick with one platform. I, to- I chose Facebook. There's uh, you know 2 billion people on Facebook. thought there's probably going to be a couple of buyers on there for me. Cool. All right, we've got, got our platform. Sweet. Okay, now what? put out content okay well what's content something that looks to help your audience out hopefully some of you guys that are listening to this now some of you might not like it (laughs) some of you might just think i'm kind of like a sound like a drunk guy rambling other people might go you know what i resonate with this message this is uh exactly what i needed to hear at the exact time and you my friend are the perfect people that i am trying to target right now with my content I'm not going to be for everyone. I know that the sound of my voice is not going to be for everyone. I know that the way that I produce my content is not going to be for everyone. I'm completely okay with that. So, of course, it is about putting out content, though, something that does actually aim to help your audience out. Now, this is probably a podcast for another time, uh, one that I could go into for a long time as well, but there's a whole sort of indoctrination about, oh, you just got to put out value. And that's like entire, entire things are written about that. When in reality, you need to be selling as well. There's no point just putting out value. Otherwise, you're just a, a, you're going to attract vampires, people that like suck your time and energy um, because you they know you're like a value machine. So you've got to be making offers. You've got to be selling at the same time. So anyway, that, that I'm not going to go into that right now. Content, number one. Number two is reaching out to people. You just reach out. Hey, how's it going? How's life? What's happening over your way? <laughs> How have you been lately? How's things? How's the affiliate journey? What's been happening for you? And you're not trying to sell anything. Uh, You engage with them on social media. You be social. You reach out, uh, you you engage in their content. You like their stuff. You write comments. You try and be helpful in certain groups, things like that. That's all part of it. And then, of course, the last part is you need to have a really firm grasp of the understanding of sales, marketing, and branding. Now, thankfully for me, because of my experience, there was something that I had learned. Uh, sales, I'm actually pretty good at it, if I do say so myself. Now, of course, I'm always going to be a student of doing this, so I don't say that out of ego. I don't, you know, I'm not so arrogant that I assume I'm the best salesperson in the world, but I know that I've got ne- nearly a decade of experience doing it, and I know that there's certain things I've learned along the way that I think can help a bunch of people out. And I know that the products that I sell are things that really genuinely help people out. Um, for example, the the uh, Super Affiliate Accelerator, which is the, uh, the program that I co-host alongside um, uh, my mentor. Uh, some of you guys may have heard me talk about him. So feel free to reach out to me in my group if you're interested in learning about that. Our students are getting some absolutely amazing results out of it. Um, life-changing, quite literally, as in people are leaving their jobs and making serious, proper, actual money. None of this bollocks stuff that I talked about, you know, the copy and paste, the you know, done-for-you funnels, all that stuff that I tried to do. I can assure you it doesn't work. You're better off learning from a fundamental basis, sales, marketing, branding, you know, all that sort of stuff. Anyway, 
now I'm off topic. But anyway, <laughs> coming back around. Right, so those are the four processes, and, and then the last part is being uh, to sell. So that, that was what we came up with. That's what he came up with for me, and I was like, okay, well, that sounds so basic. And you know the crazy thing is, it turns out that if you have a product you believe in with all your heart, and you've got a social media platform, it doesn't matter which one, forget that, you can make a substantial income from just that, nothing else. And I thought that's good. like it blew my mind. Hang on, you mean I don't need a website? I don't need all these like 300 social media accounts I thought I did. I don't need to be an Instagram model. Wow, that's crazy. I don't have to have like, you know, a radio voice. That's amazing too. Um, and so, you know, all this, all this kind of, um, all these limiting beliefs started melting away because I, I started realizing hang on, I don't need automations, I don't need email marketing, I don't need all that stuff. If I've actually got something that works, something that I very strongly believe in, then I can just make that work. And sure enough, having going through this process, and, and obviously my confidence was raised dramatically because I understood, finally I had clarity about what I was doing. I thought, great, this is brilliant. And guess what? Seven days, within seven days of me dropping all my ego, all this stuff, and just fo focusing on something that I knew was going to work. I just had absolute faith in it. Bang, first $1,000 day. Guess what happened next day? $1,000 day. I went on to have my first $10,000 month that month, and uh, it's kind of grown ever since, right? So it's been a pretty amazing ride, but this wasn't about me and my results. This is about my mindset and what you can take away from that. So to, to kind of cap things off really quickly here, the changes that happened for me were, I let go of my ego, I sought help. So that's two things, I'm gonna put those in two different categories. Number one is I, I let go of my ego, I just dropped it, I was prepared to, I didn't come into a situation with my lifetime of beliefs and subconscious biases. I just went, no, nah, you know what, I'm open, I'm a student, I don't care you know, if, if I'm getting help from a 15 year old, it doesn't matter, there's always something I can learn from people go into it with an open mind. So that was the first part. Um, second part is, of course, getting mentoring. So number one, ego. Number two, mentoring. And look, I know. I, I know people are like, I don't want to spend the money. Uh, here's the thing that I say to people. If I was to give you a check for $10,000, I'm going to give you a check right now for $10,000 on two caveats caveat depending on how you'd like to pronounce it the caveats are <laughs> now i can't even say it the caveats are you can't cash it for 30 days right so number one you cannot cash it for 30 days number two is you've got to give me a thousand bucks up front so you've got to find a thousand dollars right now to give me and i'm going to give you 10 grand in 30 days time that's the two caveats now, most people, if you've got a phone, like the, you're listening to this now or you're listening wherever you listen to a podcast, I don't know, I've never listened to one. I know, call me crazy, right? Um, but wherever you're listening to a podcast, whether it's in the car on your drive to work or on your phone or whatever, on the, some sort of listening device, you have spent money on that. Someone has bought that for you. There is money around there somewhere. Some, somehow, some way, you have found the financial resources to get this device you're listening to right now. Doesn't matter if it was given to you, if it was uh, something you've paid for yourself, something that you got on credit, something that you got on lease, 
there is somehow an abundance around you that has allowed you to get this device. You're listening to this right now. So with that in mind, knowing that you'd get 10 grand at the end of 30 days, you would do everything in your freaking power, absolutely everything to find that $1,000, right? If you, it was guaranteed, like, you know, I'm, I'm not a scammer, there's nothing dodgy about it, just bang, you get 10K, all you need to do is give me a thousand bucks up front and you have to wait 30 days. So that's the thing. So then the, the, the thing for me is, the reason I'm saying this in particular is because the mindset shift you have when it becomes a must, is so unbelievably powerful because then instead of you going, well, I hope this works, golly gosh, it will be great if it works, you're like, no, I'm going to make this blimmin' work. I have, I've poured my heart and soul into making this happen. I believe so strongly in the product and what I'm doing. I'm backing myself. I don't care what's going to stand in my way. I'm just going to do it. And you go out there and you just do it. And it's so unbelievably powerful because you just, you, you basically, the, the, the earth moves out of your way. Like, okay, fine. Well, this dude's obviously serious. Like, all right, cool. Well, we're going to step aside. And you, you, wherever your goals are, goal is, um, which brings me to my next point, of course, goals. You got to have a freaking goal. How do you know what you're aiming for? And I don't just mean some sort of weird figure that you write down. Like, I want a million bucks. Well, how? Break it down. How are you going to get that million bucks? When do you want it by? What's it going to feel like when you get it? What are you going to do with it? Be so specific that it becomes real in your mind. Because I mean, imagine if I just said, oh, well, is it a million bucks? Okay. It's such a, like most of us have our financial thermostat dialed down so low. If we say that term to people, oh, I don't care. I don't know. That just like, it just sounds like you won the lotto. But if you break it down, now I can't, I don't have the stats off the top of my head, but it's like, it's only 2,700 per day or something like that, which, you know, depending on where you are and, and what you're doing in life, that might feel like a lot of money, but it's not. If you look at the, the sheer level of abundance that's out there, it is just phenomenal. So believing wholeheartedly in abundance, that's another thing. So now I've covered a lot of stuff. <laughs> so these are all the mindset shifts I had, like, yes, the universe is abundant, Yes, I've got a plan for it. I need to be specific with my goal. I need to work out what my beliefs are about money and just make it an absolute must that I have to do this. It's not just me mucking around, having a bit of a play, seeing what happens, you know, all that sort of stuff. And then uh, getting mentoring. And like, like I say, and, and the reason that, that, sorry, that was my first point, second point, wasn't it? So the whole reason why I suggest mentoring is because, and going back to my reference with the, the finding the, the thousand dollars, it's because if you back yourself that much to, to invest in a mentor, you are basically, you're not investing in a mentor, you're actually investing in yourself, right? So if your mentor says to you, hey, if you do the work, and, and I mean it, like you have to freaking do the work, you could have 10 grand in 30 days. What is, like most people, oh no, well, I hope that works. Oh gosh, that probably, maybe for someone else, but not for me because of the following 300 excuses that I have built up in my head. Um, no, like it can happen, but most people don't believe that. And so therefore, of course, you know, if I say, cool, give me a thousand bucks now, I'll teach you everything I know. You're like, whoa, chill out, Jamie, no way, man. Like, uh, I, that's not for me, man. Most people are going to be like that, right? So you've got to back yourself. You've got to invest in the mentor. You've got to find those resources to do that now. Again, like I say, everyone's financial thermostat is turned up different ways. So 
you might think you know investing a thousand bucks to to get that or, or whatever the figure is right you might think that's nothing and so if, if that's the case then good on you probably just need some clarity and, and a you know good shove in the right direction you'll be on your way but for normal people like us <laughs> that have gone through this stuff uh you know that's uh it's a little bit of a different kettle of fish right so anyway i was recapping and then i went off off track again but hopefully i think that was actually kind of important so uh thanks for listening um so mentor uh no sorry sorry what did i say mentor was number two wasn't it um so clarity mentoring uh make it a must um set a goal so that way you know where to aim letting go of ego that's another one as well seeking help and i think above all that just backing yourself just backing what you can do and not being fearful like that is that's the massive thing for me i mean i i still have limiting beliefs i still go through these things it's not like you know you reach a certain level of comfort or a certain level of financial success and all of a sudden these things that you've been battling with your whole life it's not like they just disappear um and i'll be skeptical of anyone that that does happen to um and if you do then you know reach out to me i'd love to hear how you can do that it'll be kind of cool but you know it does happen like i still have sort of um limitations in my in my thinking that i work through all the time we all do it's not like you know you're immune to it um yeah and so that's it basically just uh follow those steps back yourself really back yourself uh and and sorry the the last part of this was going to say <laughs> sorry keep distracting myself um so the last part of it being is that you can't allow fear to get in your way and this is probably the the biggest thing for me is that i, I said this to someone recently as one of my uh my new favorite quotes uh, i don't i'm not aware of anyone else saying it so i'm pretty sure i'm actually the the inventor of this quote and you can quote me on that um so the 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 thing that i said to someone the way it came out was your why your your reason for doing it so your why has to be infinitely bigger than your setbacks it has to be infinitely bigger than your limiting beliefs about what your friends and what your family think of you it has to be bigger than what you think society is going to think of you because no one the truth is no one gives a crap anyway they're all worried about themselves no one was worried about you a couple of stray bullies out there yeah a couple of trolls yes um, a couple of people that aren't enlightened enough to just you know let someone else be yes but most of the people are so tied up in what they're doing they don't care they, they actually are inspired it doesn't matter what you look like doesn't matter what you sound like that's the other thing you, you just got to rise above it um and so don't let fear hold you back that would be the the overarching thing i would say was the mindset shift for me i just like you know what i don't care if my friends and family see this because you know when i'm clocking up 30 50k months they're going to look at me and go wow that's crazy i can't you know all this time i was doubting him and i used to laugh at his face um you know now look at me so anyway i'm not there yet by the way just for the in the, in the interest of transparency uh i'm not i'm not hitting 50k months just yet uh but soon but soon i i have absolute faith in that i've got a road map to get me there and i've got the mindset to pursue it and the determination and stubbornness to get me there so anyway with all that being said hopefully that helps someone out uh appreciate you guys tuning in and uh yeah love to hang out with you guys sometime if you wanted to come and find me like i say facebook.com/groups/jamiegonline um and if you do j- jump in the group just chuck up a post to say hey Jamie found you on the podcast love what you're doing or hate it 
I just sort of come and offer some negative commentary. You seriously, you are you're actually welcome to do that. I invite it quite seriously, quite seriously when I say that because I I, I like feedback. It's kind of like if you don't give someone the opportunity to improve, they're never going to know what they're doing right or wrong. So there might be aspects of this podcast that you love. There might be aspects of it that you don't like. I'm completely cool with either side of those. What I can't stand is when people just kind of dissipate. <laughs> you know, they leave a negative comment or, you know, it's completely out of context or they dislike a YouTube video, but I've got no reason, no understanding of why, why that would be the case. Like, what? What were you expecting? You know, <laughs> like, this isn't like, I don't have the budget of a Hollywood blockbuster. Come on, man. <laughs> anyway. That's it, folks. Uh, like I said, I'd love to having out with you if you want to join me in my group. Last but not least, check out my YouTube channel, jamie-g.com forward slash YouTube. You won't find anything too fancy there, but what you will find is me condensing down the nine plus years I've had in affiliate and digital marketing into stuff that actually helps people move the needle. All right, my name's Jamie. I appreciate you guys tuning in and look forward to catching up with you on the next one.